This is Chad Harrison, and you're listening to Hope Alive, applying God's word to your daily life. Hi, this is Chad Harrison, and I am the teaching pastor of Lake Community Church and have been serving as a pastor for 25 years. I'm also a practicing attorney. This podcast is designed to help you study God's word and find God's will for your life. I pray in the name of Jesus right now that God would open up his word to you and allow you to see him and to know him and to know his will, that you might glorify him and that you might walk in faith and power each and every day, especially today in Jesus name. Good morning. Welcome to Lake Community Church's morning Bible study. We're in Exodus chapter 29 and we're dealing with other consecrating Aaron and his sons and they're doing several sacrifices there's gonna there's gonna be a series of sacrifices that are done here and i think they're the pictures are just important biblically speaking throughout scripture the 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 pictures of these sacrifices are very important and i want to go through them and i want to deal with them and i want you to just try to gain some insights from them that's really what what we're here to do is we're here to uh, take the old testament to ingest it to take understandings from it and be able to make application to the New Testament and the ideas that come from the Old Testament that Jesus embodies in his life and the way he lives. And really throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament, the sacrifice of bulls is really, really done a lot. David, when he went to get the Ark of the Covenant after his friend had reached out and put his hand on it to stabilize it because the cart uh, broke and it began to tip over. And when he reached out to stabilize the Ark of the Covenant, he killed him. And this was a person that was not only a, a member of David's inner group, but he was a close personal friend of David the king. And David got upset with God because his thoughts were that he didn't do anything wrong. He was trying to protect the ark and not allow the ark to fall on the ground. And he was right. He was absolutely right. He, he was doing that. The one that was doing wrong was David. <clears throat> and what David was doing is he was allowing the ark of the covenant to be carried on a cart pulled by oxen or bulls or or cattle. And that is a picture of, of carrying God in the flesh. And, and that's a picture, if you think about it, serving God, worshiping God in the flesh is a pretty bad thing. And it can be, it can be deadly, it can be sick, make you sick. In fact, that's what the Apostle Paul says when he's talking about taking the Lord's Supper in an unworthy manner. He says, many of you are sick and many have fallen asleep. Many have died because they were they were worshiping God, worshiping the the toning sacrifice of Jesus, his body and his blood. They were worshiping that in an unworthy manner. They were coming and they weren't dealing with their sinfulness and dealing with their separation from him. And the whole purpose of that sacrifice is to set you apart, is to is to remove the stain of sin from your life. And if you're coming and and worshiping, if you're taking of the cup, bread, and the cup, even if you take it out of order, like I did this Sunday, even if you even if you take it out of order, but you do it in a way that is is reverent, and you're bringing yourself before God for your you to examine your life, and for God to dig deep into your life and deal with the issues of your life. If you do that in a worthy manner, there's life in it. But if you do it in an unworthy manner, there can be there's some physical consequences because remember. This is a sacrifice for 
the sure the individual transgressions of our life, but more importantly, for the stain or the curse of sin that's been passed down through the generations. And that's the whole point of it. And bulls are a represent, representation. The sacrifice of bulls is a representation of the the sacrifice of our flesh or, or the uh, payment for the sinfulness of our flesh. And so in verse 10, it says, bring the bull in front of the tent of meeting. And Aaron and his sons are supposed to, they shall lay their hands on its head. Now, this is this is that passing, the passing of sin to the animal, and then the animal sacrificed, and that is a putting to death sin. And it's a picture of a passing on to this animal. And you go, why, why are they giving that picture? Because we've got to give that picture. We've got to understand that our flesh and the sinfulness that's just a part of our lives that comes from the curse of sin is passed to Jesus. He is our sacrifice. He's the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. And so that tran- transition of, our, of the penalty of our sin to that animal or now in its complete form to Jesus, we pass our sin to him and he bore our sin to the cross. And that understanding is laid out in this sacrifice. Obviously, Aaron and his sons are going to be priests. They're going to have access to God and they need their 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 sin nature, the actual penalty of their sin nature to be passed on and to be toned for or dealt with. And this is the picture of it. That's what a bulls are pictures of, your flesh. And so when that, when that man reached out and, and touched that ark, that uh, was David's friend, and he steadied that because it was on the cart being hauled by bulls. It's a picture of, of them worshiping God in the flesh. And sure, was he stabilizing it? Yeah. The presence of God was teetering in their presence because you can't worship God in the flesh and expect to have any real access to him. And and so it killed him. And David stopped right there, left the Ark of the Covenant exactly where it was at, let it go into a house of a man nearby. And that man was blessed unbelievably while the ark stayed at his house. And David went home to sulk and to whine over God punishing, uh, worshiping him in the flesh. And David, over time, realized that it wasn't God punishing his friend. It was God being holy and and revealing to David that you can't do things just a haphazard way. You can't approach God in your flesh and just expect things to work out. And it's it's hard. That's a difficult understanding to have, especially if you're going to operate as a priest. Remember, we're we're talking about operating in the power of God. We're talking about operating in the purposes that God has for us. We're talking about operating in a way that changes the world that we live in. And and if we're going to be those people, and if we're going to see that happen in our in our communities, in our churches, and in our area, we've got to we've got to walk in. We got to walk in His holiness, and we can't come and worship Him in the flesh. And oftentimes we do that. And so he says he he realized that, and when he came back, he and got the ark. He made sure that men carried it because the presence of God is not meant to be carried in the flesh on a cart. It's been it's meant to be carried on the shoulders of men. It's been the presence of God's meant to be on people, not on flesh flesh ridden sinful bulls. That's the picture of what they are. And so he every six steps he would slaughter a bull. So you can imagine how many bulls that was to sacrifice along the way, all the way back to Jerusalem. And that's the importance of putting death to flesh. And so he says, put your hand on it. And in verse 11, slaughtered in the Lord's presence at the entrance of the tent of meeting. Now, this is something that they're going to do from now on. They're going to make the sacrifices out on the altar that they've created right outside the entrance to the tent of meeting. So before you go in to meet and have fellowship with each other and with God, 
you put to death the flesh. And that's what the whole picture of, of the altar is all about. And we're going to study the altar of incense in the next chapter. And he says, take some of the bull's blood and put it on the horns of the altar with your finger and pour out the rest at the base of the altar. And that's him taking that blood, placing it on the altar. That's sin payment. That's that atoning sacrifice. You pay it, put it there, and it, it atones for or pays for your sin nature. And then pour the rest out around the altar, meaning they're sanctifying the whole altar. And the whole altar is there to remove the stain of sin. It's just, that's what the whole purpose of it is. They pour it all around the altar. And, and the sin price is paid for, and that altar is going to be used to wipe away that which separates us from God, because sin is what separates us from him. And so he says, he says then take all the fat of the internal order, orders and the long lobe of the liver and both kidneys with fat on them and burn them on the altar. God, the fat in scripture is a picture of the goodness of the sacrifice, the pleasing aspect of the sacrifice. And the fat was burned all up on the altar. The really prime areas of fat within, the, inside the, the sacrifice were burned on the altar because that is a picture of it being pleasing to God to atone for sin. He, that's what he wants to happen. It's his joy to uh, atone for sin. So many times we, we approach God and we're so uh, ashamed, we're so beat up, we're, we're so uh, worried that God's not going to accept us. And really this picture of taking the fat and burning it on the altar is a beautiful picture of God saying, it is pleasing to me. In fact, it is my desire that that your sin be taken care of. I, I want that to happen. I'm not keeping you from me. In fact, I desire for you to have access to me. Your sin, I want it to be paid for. I want it to be forgiven. God is saying, I would that none should perish, but all should have eternal life. What he's saying is, I want, I desire for you to have access to me. And it is good and pleasing to me when you sacrifice, when the atonement is made for your sin and the fat is burned before me. It's good and pleasing to me. I, I want, I, it is my desire. I, it is my desire for you uh, to, to trust me, to walk with me. I don't want you to be separated from me. And that's the whole point of, that's the whole point of this, this taking the fat and burning it on the altar. And so he says, but burn the bull's flesh and it's hide and it's intestines outside the camp. Notice, don't even leave it in, in in the camp and burn it up. Take it all the way outside where nobody's living, where none of the tents are, and burn it out there. And that's how detestable our flesh is. And what a kind of amazing picture. So God takes the blood, he pays for sin. He takes the fat and he burns it as a sweet fragrance. And by the way, the burning of fat when you're cooking meat, that's what smells good. It is. Praise Jesus, it is. And take that fat and burn it on the altar because it's pleasing to me. It's pleasing to me for sin to be uh, atoned for. It's pleasing to me for sin to be washed away. It's pleasing to me for sin to no longer have its rule and its way over my people. I want that to happen. That's the whole desire I have in sending my son Jesus to take care of you. And so he says, do that and take care of it and make sure it's done exactly right. And then take that rotten, dirty flesh and take it outside the camp and burn it. Because really our flesh is not what we ever need to operate in. We always need to operate in the spirit. And the Bible says live by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. Notice, if I live in the spirit, 
meaning walk with God in his spiritual in his spiritual life and the eternal life that he's given me, walk with God in his spiritual understandings given to me by the Holy Spirit, walk with God in my spiritual power, which is provided through the resurrection of his son. Notice there's a spiritual, there's a spirit that has to do with the, the, the spirit that has to do with the Holy Spirit and with the son, walk in the spirit. The Holy Spirit, as he leads me to be like the Father in his will, like the Son in his way, and like himself in his power. If I will do all that, then the Bible says, live by the Spirit, and, and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature, meaning you'll set aside the sinful nature. And oftentimes when people go off to a Christian-based rehab, the first thing they do is just immerse them in God's Word so that they can begin to understand the Spirit and the strong desire of their flesh for that drug is eased by them living by the Spirit, and then they do not desire as much. It's not. It begins to ease that desire for the sinful nature, that desire for the flesh. And so that's the whole purpose of it. We anoint the altar. We place the atoning sacrifice on the horns of the altar. It's a sweet incense to God, and then we take the flesh outside to camp and burn it. <laughs> well, just get rid of it. Just quit operating in the flesh. Okay, now I, I know that's not easy. I know it's not. It's a difficult process. It's a daily process. It's a daily walk with God, and it's a struggle. It's a deep abiding struggle that we have to have. But when we do it well, and when we do it rightly, God God is glorified. We are filled and fulfilled. And Jesus Christ is known and known by others. And that's the whole purpose of this bull sacrifice. And so David danced before the, the Ark of the Covenant as it's been carried in on the shoulders of men, as it's been carried in rightly. And he sacrificed those bulls all the way into Jerusalem. And, and he gave a picture of the complete, the utter destruction, the utter payment for sin and the spiritual life that comes from that. And I pray that uh, you'll walk in that, that you'll see the beauty of these pictures because they are beautiful pictures of God handling our sin. I pray that you'll walk in it, that you'll learn it, that you'll know it, and that it'll become life to you also. As you go today, I pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you, that he'll make his face to shine upon you, and that he will give you hope and peace today in Jesus' name.